Is this operation worth the risk? Should women get potentially dangerous implants just for the sake of, quote, bigger thingies? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Beavis. What? <laughs> we should go to one of those plastic surgeon dudes about, you know, making our thingies bigger. Um, <laughs> mine are, like, already big enough. <laughs> it's not worth the risk. Not yeah. bigger boobs, dumbass. <laughs> bigger, you know, thingies. We could, like, get wiener implants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Save the date, October 7th. All right, we'll have to talk about that. This is episode 49, Young Frankenstein. <clears throat> Young Frankenstein! Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Igor. Yes! Another classic is uh, part of his, I think, one-two punch of awesomeness. It was. Actually, the next one's pretty good, too, actually, but... Actually, we'll go to that. Actually, so it's number two. Two actually is already. All right. Three. Three. Guys better be counting. This may be a question. This may be the question. Then again, it might not. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. What's new? Besides Igor and Terry Gar. And Marty Feldman and Peter Boyle. Ugh, great cast. Let's see. What's new? Well, something just happened today. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 what's new, pussycat? Whoa, oh, sorry. Tom Jones references on the podcast. You heard yes. it here, folks. Yes, very, very wonderful, uh, recent, up-to-date references. Not dated in any way. No, we don't date ourselves at we all. We don't date ourselves. Guess what's not in the living room anymore? Your couch. No, that was the old house. No, I have okay. a couch again. TV. You brought the TV downstairs. Oh, no, the TV's TV's still there. Nope. Okay. Uh. Well, I need a I need the chair because I need to sleep there. Yeah, the chair is still. definitely there. Yep. The chair's okay, there. Good. Okay. So the only thing that's still left in there usually is a pinball machine when it's being sold. Yes. And I know the last one I brought up was Ghostbusters. Dun, dun, dun. Gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone, folks. It's gone. Ghostbusters is gone. To a, a new happy home. Please insert the hallelujah music right here. Hallelujah. 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 And the funny thing is, we both know the new owner. And Ron's like, oh, this guy bought it. I'm like, oh, I know him. He, he's like, you sure? Yes. And then we confirmed it. And he's like, oh, yeah, you do know him. And he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. This is his third Ghostbusters. Poor guy is sick in the mental. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Had a Ghostbusters. Sold it for an L.E. Well, got an LE, then like the art package, the premium better, so he's selling the LE and getting this one. So he likes it so much, he, he bought it multiple times. Mm. So it's going to go to someone who can appreciate the awesomeness that is Ghostbusters. That's not me. And it ain't me either. No, 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 no. But out with the old, in with the new, well, hopefully someday dialed in will be arriving. Oh, oh, coming to speak about that. Now, Ron, do you know about this? I got an email from my distributor a couple days ago. What? 
<laughs> Fuck you! Come on. His question. Hold on. He asked me if I wanted rad cows or to or to protective co- protective uh, thing. Oh, all right. I already got that one. Okay. See, so you're ahead of yeah, me. Yeah, I, I got that one months ago. Okay. All right. What all did right. you pick? Uh, I didn't pick any extra shit. Neither did I. I'm not going to either. Yeah, I'm paying enough for it as it is. I don't yes. need all the extra stuff. Yes. Taking the. I'm actually going to the blood bank every week. Getting my money. Gotta get my game before Rom. <laughs> yeah, I don't need rad cows. Really no, awesome cows. decals or whatever it's called. I'm I'm sure they're awesome, but I, I'm already overpaying as far as yes. I'm concerned. If mine's so. not gonna see sun, mine's not gonna see any damage. And at least I'll get I'll get the Invisiglass. It's included. It is included. That's and so right. is the shaker motor. Ooh, yes. Thank Imagine God. Imagine that with an LE. Hmm. Too bad mm. Stern doesn't do that anymore. So what do we got on the docket for today? Uh, what do we have? Well, I want to get this out of the way, because uh, in editing the last podcast, I realized one of our, our most loyal listeners, Ryan C., uh, we, we never, yeah, he asked us a question, we never answered him. We kind of got, like, off track there. Which is normal. Which is normal. His question is, what do you think, what accomplishment in a game does not match the fanfare? In other words, he, he mentioned, he had an example of something that, you know, he thought should receive more fanfare than it does in a game. And I had an immediate one pop in my head, which is Roller Games. One of my favorites. Roller Games has an awesome, when you lock the ball, it has an awesome sound and light show. When you start mm-hmm. multi-ball, it cuts all the lights in the game and just says, Roller Games, Roller Games, on the display. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then it just gives you the balls and multi-ball starts. It's so lame. Especially when you think of uh, the preceding Steve Ritchie game, Black Knight 2000, which has probably the greatest multi-ball intro sequence ever. Then you go to that. It's just, just really lame. I mean, it's nothing nothing like, say, Sudden Death. If you finish Sudden Death in Roller Games, you get a like crazy light and sound show. That, that's what it should have been for like the start of multi-ball or, or something better. I'm saying 24. Okay. Well, besides the entire game, when you start the multi-ball in 24, it's pretty. Ugh. It doesn't do it. Really, though, no excitement, no light show, no nothing. It just starts multi-ball. There's no excitement in that period. No. The Chloe O'Brien. That's terrible. That was. Jackpot! She's the worst, worst person they ever had to do a game. Period. Yes, I, I agree. Like that, that they actually had to pay. Terrible. Terrible. But that's pretty pretty lame. It's pretty lame when you see the yeah. uh, reaction. It's just like, eh, you know, like it just goes like does like a ching 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 like a. Some of the some of the old Data East were pretty bad with the light GIs is going ching 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 and that's it. <laughs> like you know, whole light. Yeah. It, you know, they, it, they'd also do that like on the third ball when you had the you know, you the guaranteed multi ball start. Yes. And it's trying to tell you multi balls ready, multi balls ready. Click 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 click. That that was yeah. Very annoying. Now, I'm going on a personal little bit level. This week, I sent Ron a link to something. It was, was it the Lethal Weapon? Yes. First. Lethal Weapon 3. $900. I think it was a non-working and no topper. Yeah, well, the topper, you know, you can sometimes find. You, it, you, it, you it can sometimes find. I need the topper. The sound does not work sometimes. It actually yeah. powered up and worked. Okay. And okay. it was in Somerville, New Jersey, which was only two hours away from you, so and- it was really- Barrier. Uh, 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 I need that sound. 
I need that sound. And I need the topper. We would have found you a topper, just like we're finding everything else. But we are? We're finding we're fi- everything? I got one of my ass list things from uh, last week's... Your ass lists? What? My ask list. Oh, I, th- I thought you said ass list. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I got a Transformer. Is it Optimus Prime? Is it... Is it um... No. Nope, a Transformer plate and Transformer. Very good. So I give him deposit today or tomorrow and then pick it up at Pintastic. Oh, so you don't have it yet. Oh, it's, it's, I have it. It's, it's, mm. it's what? Yes, that's better. So uh, I saw there was a new video on our Slam Tilt podcast YouTube, YouTube page. Yes, there is. And this is, a, uh, this is from a comment that Scott actually made to me that we really haven't gone over the games yet. The stomp lineup as it is, as it will be. You're actually pretty packed down there, big boy, aren't you? Yeah, pretty, pretty packed. So if you go to our YouTube page, just go to YouTube and search for Slam Tilt Podcast. You'll see the most recent video is the stomp lineup, which should be pretty solidified at this point. Or you can actually go to the uh, Pinside, not Pinside, you can go to our uh, Facebook page also and see it there. Yeah, I linked it to there. So we have, we'll go over this quickly, we have Black Knight. Ooh. The original. We have Stars. That Now, I didn't see a $100 bill in that uh, apron yet. There will be. Don't okay. worry. Don't worry. Oh, actually, yeah, I should keep one of the hundreds I just got from the uh, sale. Yeah, yes. Be smart. Then we got... What, out of your 300 Out of my 300 <laughs> Yeah, $300. I sold the uh, Ghostbusters. That guy got a hell of a deal. We got uh, Harlem Globe Trotters. And if I don't say any uh, special notes, then they're pretty much stock. We have F-14 Tomcat. Uh, that is actually a prototype with the nice flashers in the back. Well, it's not. Okay, it's not a prototype. The early production. Early production. And it, wasn't, it didn't come that way. I kind of. Uh, but I, it works that way. It so works that way. I reversed the bulletin to disable the flashers in the back and put them back in there. So you will get to see F-14 in its original intended awesomeness. And it's set up... All these games are going to be set up hard. They're going to be set up... You know, no extra balls. Think of like a Papa-style setup. But but nothing crazy. Uh, we got Flash. ACDC, which is stock. We have the special... Premium. 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 We have the Firepower with the... The super-duper awesome Scott Roms giving us multi-ball 2X and 3X scoring mm. and seven digits. Isn't that great? So you, you can experience multi-ball and actually score higher. Then we have Star Trek The Next Generation, also with the special super-duper modified ROM, which was actually not from Scott. Yes, it was not. He failed on it, but somebody oh, else came through. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. Wow. You were saying it wow. loud, loud so many yeah, times. Yeah, on an email, not on the podcast <laughs> to everyone else. Wow. He only had three days. He, only, he actually came back to you within 18 hours. So that was pretty good. Well, that was pretty mean, Bruce. So, yeah, Scott, if you're going to give someone heat, give it to Bruce, not me. No, he'll, he'll, just, he'll just bust my balls at the tournament. <laughs> it, it, this, this ROM was actually from um, Soren. That Sourman from Lord of the Rings? No. He's the guy who did the Tilt video we plugged many, many podcasts ago. Mm. About how to properly adjust your Tilt Bomb. Yes. But what this is, is it is... It it takes away the video mode. 
which is always the problem with using Star Trek Next Gen in a tournament. Everyone just shoots the right ramp, gets the video mode lit, and hits it, and does that repeatedly. Mm. And because it's the same pattern, it never changes. And I hate video modes. So now when you light the holodeck and you hit it, it 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 kind of it teases you. It gives you the choice, but then automatically just picks the twenty-five million. Like you have no choice. There is no choice for there you, sir. There is no choice for you, sir. Love it. We got Who Done It's T3, Demo Man with the Claw Disabled. The only way to play it, as, yes, as it Josh is. Sharp will tell you. Dirty Harry. World Dirty Cup. Sanchez? World Cup Soccer. Very nice. Yes, World Cup Soccer. Getaway. Yes, I'm, yep, with the L2 ROMs. Well, don't forget, they're all bad. They're all bad. But uh, it has the mountain, the prototype yes. mountain. No Fear, Star Trek, the new one. Roller Games, Quicksilver, with the uh, also Scott's modded software in it that we obtained from, uh, we obtained from someone. Mr. Keith Elwin. Sir Keith Elwin's Quicksilver. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. Metallica, Nine Ball, Revision 60 of that software. Spider-Man Black, Big Game. Also a modified software from Scott. It gives um, the line bonus for every ball instead of just the third ball or the second and third ball. Mm -hmm. Stargazer, uh, which also has modified software. Uh, (laughs) See a theme coming here? Yeah, a lot of modified star. What this software does is it does not spot Zodiac targets. You have to earn them, and it resets the multiplier, which was a badly needed update because the multiplier can get ridiculously high, and it doesn't reset. You can get insane bonus for doing nothing. And uh, Dracula, also with uh, Scott modded software, which gets rid of the, um, the tilt warning bug, where if you have a tilt warning, it won't give you the rats and bats bonuses. And the um, the mystery, the random mystery. It is no longer random. It is always five hundred thousand, as it should be. As it should be. So the games are uh, tournamented up, trying to make it as fair as humanly possible. There you go. So we can't complain about getting screwed by any random software crap. Oh, and George Takei is there. I'm looking at him right yes, now. Yes, he is. He's there. Oh, bye. With the first place trophy sitting there, he showed that off. The first, oh, is the bobblehead the first place trophy? The bobblehead is the first place trophy. Okay, there you go. And I have the, I have second and third place, and I have the first place for stars. Excellent. So I am uh, going through all the games. I got through row one. It's just basic uh, wipe down. Just make sure uh, all the slam tilts are taped up so they won't go off. The interlock switches are taped. Which that uh, that gaffer's tape is awesome. It is great, that isn't is it? Sticky. I, mean, I, Put that right on the ACDC, and that thing is all set. Turned off the uh, lost ball compensation. So, I mean, we should be should be kicking ass. I should be able to get through, hopefully, the rest of the games before the end of the week. And then I will not play anything for two weeks. There you go. <laughs> Just so they're ready. I don't want anything to break. So you touched on a little bit that we did get the code from uh, Keith Owen. Oh, for Quicksilver, yep. Yes. I was very surprised. I come... Driving along to Syracuse uh, for Thursday to bring out a space mission out for uh, the guys out there. One of the guys bought it. A Steve Cordick classic. Yes, it is. And all of a sudden, bling, I get a friend request from Keith Ellen. I'm like, wow, usually it'd be the other way around. You know, friend request. But he requested mine. It was cool. And he came right back. And first thing popped in the thing, Quicksilver ROMs. I was like, cool. Anybody who gives us 
free ROMs to actually modify a tournament game to make it better, aces in my book. The funny thing is Scott couldn't even remember that he did it. I know, that's pretty sad. Because he didn't have any copies of it, so we sent it to Scott and he looked at it, and it's like, well, it's one of my older ones, but yep, it's one of mine. Yep, So which is cool, now he has a copy of it again. Now he has a copy of it again, so don't lose it this time, Scott. Uh, so how did you do this weekend at your tournament down below in uh, Middletown? Tournament Rock Rock Fantasy, the, the um, Rob Zombie launch party. Um, I... I did okay on the Rob Zombie part. Okay. I didn't make the playoffs in the other part. I failed. I failed. Well, same here. I uh, only got. I was I was trading like first and seconds, which was fine, but then I would have the last, first, second, last, first, second, last, and the last killed me. And it sucked because they had, we had so many players. They actually were able to take the top twelve. Mm-hmm. That, so it was even worse that I didn't make it. Yeah, that is pretty bad. That is very bad. Very bad. The funny thing is, when I played, I finished fifth. So I was one place out of the position. I got some money. I did get money. How do you get money in fifth? See, I always finish in fifth and get no money. I got money. So I got 16 bucks. So that helped. And here's the worst thing. Game one for the second round, I was against the top qualifier and two other guys. And the top qualifier was picking all the games. He was a bus driver. First game he picks, pistol poker. Oh, awesome. I'm sure you love that. I did, actually. I was the top qualifier, or second top qualifier in it, so I didn't mind that at all. I got third in it, and I missed second by 500,000 points. So, lost one point there. Second game, Stock Car. Uh, is that an EM, I'm it's assuming? It's an EM Gottlieb single-player ah. wedgehead. Oh, so like two-inch flippers? Yeah, barely. Awesome, barely. Is it, <laughs> barely. Is it the, the famous one and a half inch flipper yeah, it models? Seems like, it feels like it. You it know, feels the like gap, it. The gap is so humongous. <laughs> it's like it's just like a. It's like the, this says it should have a smiley face with a mouth opening saying "Eat me" because the ball just goes right down the freaking. That's center a great idea, actually. Put a big <laughs> smiley face right between the flippers. That would be an awesome idea. <laughs> and the top score was thirty six four hundred. I got thirty six one hundred. Two points down. So me and another person were tied for second with three points each. The fourth player couldn't get catch us. He was so it was just me and him. Whoever won higher won it. Pinball pool. I'm like, I love this fucking game. I actually kicked ass. I was second qualifier. Wait, 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 wait. Pinball pool. Who makes that? That's a Gottlieb. Let me repeat. Who? Can you repeat that, please? It's one of the few Gottliebs out there that are good. Yes, I. I'm always like, I'm the one that bought this game. I got it for I got it for Eric down in York. It's clear-coded, plays great. I got two house balls out of three. Got screwed. Not my fault. Not his You know, not his fault. He played great. He took three points on that game, so he really played the way. Went, you know, went for the win and got it. I didn't get it shit, and guess what? I got fifth place. But our own Eric Russell took the win. So he is running away with the yeah, upstate. Yeah, the upstate. Or- well, he's been in like 50 events or something, right? Or- I know. I think 55 maybe now. <laughs> Actually, it is like 30-something. Yeah, he is up there. That's a lot of events. Um, I'm not really up there that high. I, I, need, I need to do better. This, My poor performance at Rock Fantasy didn't help. Um, well, hopefully no. the Rob Zombie part gets me some points. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe so, not. Not that much. We played some Rob Zombie. How's that game? Kind of sucks. Kind of? Um, and, and if you want... Uh, 
And this is good. Kill two birds with one stone here. Check out Tim Sexton's Twitch channel. That's Tim Balls. Look for it on Twitch. That's Tim Balls. You will see he has a stream there. He, we stream the Rob Zombie portion of the tournament. And you will get to see me playing it, and you will get to see it break. And then you will get to see me fix it. Great. Isn't that awesome? How new is the game? Pretty new, isn't it's it? It's brand new. I, okay. But I'm playing the I'm, I'm playing the game, and all of a sudden I go and hit the left flipper button, and there is no button. It fell into the cabinet. It, well, it fell onto the floor. Oh, it even just, better, just it, screwed the nut. It, it just fell. You know, very yes, very good. So the nut came off. I've never seen that. I have. Okay. So you're, you're better than me. I've never that's seen why that. I, that's why I laughed when you said that. I've never like, oh. seen it. I've seen them break off inside and the thing actually you know fall inside the cabinet and the actual button break. I've never seen it where the it actually just falls out. And interesting, they're using a plastic nut to hold the thing on. Yeah, because the metal ones actually crack, if I remember correctly. Really? That's what Stern yeah. uses. Yeah, that's where I seen it break first uh, time. Well, either way, it was kind of funny. If you notice all the video games from the '80s, most of them use plastic nuts. Okay, so. plastic nuts. Yep, plastic nuts. Oh, I, I sense a title. Plastic nuts. Yeah, that's good. I oh like my! That. Oh my! Plastic nuts. So I, I pulled a play fill out on this thing, and unfortunately, I, I think they've gone with the the stern patent because you you pull the thing out and it does the same thing where it kind of drops a little bit, Ugh. and it has a railing underneath. Notice I said railing, mm-hmm. singular, not two. Mm. It has one, which I thought like I thought it was missing, and I was I was told no, that's that's the way it came. So they kind of. They, they kind of put the railings under there, like we put railing underneath there, but we just put one. I guess it serves its purpose, but I just it, it was kind of weird. It is weird. It was weird. Then when I was done, I pushed the play field back in. It does the same stern thing where it just stops dead, and you got to lift up the back to push it in the rest of the way. Or it's to like, slam it. Well, yeah, I didn't want to slam it, but I just, it's like, come on, man. Couldn't they rip someone else better off, like some other system? It's just, yeah, whatever. But I, it, it, it's it's terrible. Yeah, basic. We were all following the Timmy strategy because he he figured out you pick. Uh, basically, you pick start a mode. You pick Super Beast. You hit the um the upper the upper play field. You hit the lanes to do like the four X, and then you just hit the center ramp repeatedly, and that's it. That's what you do. And I was able to do it once, and that's how I got into the final four. The funny thing is, that's the good thing because now they probably won't change the software too much and it will never be in tournaments and we don't have to worry about it for the rest of our lives. The end. Yeah, it, it was another one of those deals where all your, like, because it was mostly tournament players there. None of them liked it. Steve Bowden didn't like it. Tim doesn't like it. None of those guys like it. Because a, a lot of times you're hitting you're hitting shots, you don't even know how much certain things are or what's no. going on. I mean, you no. really have no clue what's going on a lot in that game. I, I don't know. I just... For me, it was like, cool, there's just one thing to do, and I actually know what it is. Good. And that's all I... For me, it was actually better. It was easier to play. Maybe that's why I made the Final Four. There you go. So didn't Steve uh, win from a bonus? Steve Bowden won after coming back from Pin Mania 12 on hours Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> he got three hours of sleep and then got to play in the Rock Fantasy Tournament, which ended just before midnight. 
Oh, God. And he was one of the top four qualifiers. He got the bye, so he got to sit around for a long time before he got to play. And we actually, they decided the, the, final, the final four was supposed to be a Papa style, like three three game deal, mm-hmm. four, two, one, zero. And they decided, like, no, we want to go home. We, we, they all agreed, let's just do one. That's good. And they played it on Kiss. New Kiss. Yes, I saw that. Which was funny because that's the game we couldn't play at the KISS launch because it was broken. So not to totally, you know, I'm not going to totally shit on Rob Zombie without saying uh, Stern had its usual ball trough fun. Ball troughs are great for Stern, aren't they? they, 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 Don't you like when they kick out two balls all the time? Yeah, or when they don't register drains. and, And it's not like they haven't. This is three different board sets now. White Star, Sam, and Spike. And all three of them does the same fucking thing. Can they just go back to micro switches, please? They, well, they, they just go back to micro switches. They do completely. have micro switches. Complete, no, completely. The only opto is the the jam one, and that's the jam one is what screws it up all the time. Oh, okay. It is because if you have a problem with the with that problem where it kicks out two balls, you reseat the two connectors, and guess what? What did they do originally? Originally, the connectors were really small. So what did Stern do later on? They made them bigger, and guess what? Still happens. They thought that was a problem. It's just a crappy design with the jams. Maybe they should just pay WMS Industries and just take the Williams design. I mean, I haven't heard out of all the Jersey Jack things, I haven't heard any ball trough problems with Jersey Jack Cause they, games. Because they use the Williams design. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Of course, there'll be a listener right now, what are you talking about? I've got all kinds of problems. That's with your light boards, not with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> But that's all fixed now. Yeah, so that's the funny okay. thing. So now you got this situation where you have people who have like – Say they got an original Wizard of Oz that has the good, you know, the non-decals, like the screen printed, you know, the awesome cabinet and all that, but they have the old light boards. Yep, they keep on blowing up still. Yeah, yeah, so they kind of like, oh, I want the best of both worlds. I want the, like, the original build, but with the new light boards. I know, that would be nice. So what else do we got here? So, uh, repairs. Repairs. Since you were getting ready to basement downstairs, what did you do? Uh, I was working mostly on your Quicksilver. Yes, you were gonna you were gonna teach me something, weren't you? You said I was gonna teach you something. Oh well, we had several issues with the Quicksilver. Some that even I didn't know until I got under the playfield. One of the pop bumpers, uh, not coincidentally, the one with the replaced coil had parts missing. Well, what part? Specifically, the coil stop only had one of the screws in it, and the plate ah. that it's supposed to go through on the other end was missing. So no, every time, nothing. yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, I'm, when I'm firing in test, I'm looking at it. I can see the whole thing moving. Like, oh, that's that's going to be great. Luckily, the bracket that was missing, I was thinking, hmm, since the idiots probably just dropped it when they replaced the uh, coil, maybe it's at the bottom of the cabinet somewhere. Guess where I found it? In the bottom of the bottom cabinet. Bottom of the cabinet. Hey, didn't find the screw though, so I had to use one of mine. But now it's actually assembled properly. Okay, what else next? Several of the screws on the drop target max were half out, like they was actually falling apart, so I just tightened them. They were coming out. I mean, you can just visually see they were half out. Which one? The uh, Both of them. Both of them had, like, at least, well, actually, one had one screw that was loose. The other one had two screws that were loose that were holding one of the actual bracket things on. So good thing that was fixed. So that was all fixed. I did my usual where I just I went underneath I'm underneath the playfield and I just tightening every screw every switch just making just and it's a good way to visually inspect everything when you do that to see if anything's missing. Okay. What else? 
Spinners. Uh, well, yeah, we can get to the spinners. I think there was, there was something else underneath there. You said a wire. Oh, well, yeah, there was – when me and Zach set it up, there were two wires that were obviously run new, even though they looked like the original wires, but they were run all the way up, and they were just not even – they didn't even put a wire nut on it. They just, like, twisted them together, like, right before the connector. We fixed all that, but looking under the playfield, I can see where they, they basically ran two new wires, and they didn't run them through any of the wire management. <laughs> so I tried to clean it up a little bit, but, yeah, I did the best I could. Then the spinners. The spinners... Luckily, I had two new NOS ones. Yeah, which made this even even weirder. We have NOS Stern spinners that do not... What would be the term? Spin. Well, they spin, but they don't center properly. They're not... Well, they're lopsided. It, yeah. When I took them out and actually just put them in the bracket by themselves, their natural position was upside down. They were. And it's like, what the hell? So all I did, I just took out one of the Stargazer spinners. And it's just, on one of those spinners, the way it works is there's a wire form. And the wire form actually goes all the way through the spinner. You can't see the center part, but it goes all the way through. And where it comes out, you can bend it a little bit. And that's what happened. They were they were like straight across. It's hard to explain without a visual. They were straight, they were straight across like you would get brand new. Brand from Mark new, Gordon. but yes. what I had to do is I just put just put it right on top of the Stargazer one, compared the wire form part, and just bent the wire form to match what the Stargazer was, put it back in the, the bracket, and lo and behold, spins great now, and it's right side up. Yay! Yay! So, and are they fast? Are they oiled? Oh, they're they're oiled. The switch on the left one needs to be uh, looked at. It's random. It's it's not counting all the spins. You think it's a rod, or do you think it's a switch? No, it's a switch. That's okay. a switch. It just needs to be. Some tips, um, you know, you clean it with index paper, but you can also use. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like this red stuff. I, I've used it. On a lot of games now, and it always has yet to let me down. It, it made it made flashes drop target bank reliable. I need that then because I I need it for my switches on my big game. Yeah, the horse. It, what what it is? It's it's like red. It's it used to be called like tweak. It's like contact cleaner, but it's not con. It's not like a spray. And all all I do is you just dab a little bit on the index paper when you clean it. So you get the dirt off, and you put this stuff on there, and then you got to work it in because at first it'll actually be overly sensitive. And you gotta like manually like kind of actuate the switch over and over and over and over just to kind of get it worked in, and then it, then it's flawless. I used it yeah. on my Stargate. I've used it on every spinner, every switch I've ever had a problem with, every leaf switch. I, that's what I have. I have a problem with my leaf switches. If if I roll the ball down on some of my big game in lanes, they don't register. But if you shats it, it, registers every time. And another another tip you can do if you loosen the screws just a little bit on the switch, just slide one of the blades a little bit over so it's not making contact in the exact same spot. Yeah. That that fixes a lot of stuff too. That's why I prefer the leaf switches, they're a lot easier to get working by just adjusting them. If a micro switch doesn't work, it just doesn't work. Yeah, you're done. You're usually you're not going to take it apart. Although you can you can actually take a micro switch apart and screw with it and get it to work if you have patience and you want to deal with the tiny parts that are in there. And the three fifty later, you know, of your sanity, three dollars and fifty cents worth of part. Yeah, as opposed to just soldering in a new one. Yeah. Yes. But but some people like to fix everything. Now we've been talking about this thing called stomp. Stomp. Yes. It, that's a tournament, right? 
Yes, it is. On July 15th. July 15th. You saw the video. You will have the itch to join us. It's $15. And Chuck Webster did acknowledge us. Can we put it? We put it. Laid out the gauntlet to the New England. The New England players. And they responded a little bit. They haven't paid any money yet, but they responded saying they're probably going to go, which is good. The chowder heads. Come on, you chowder heads. They're just not prepaying. They're just not prepaying. They're, they'll show up. So Stomp is, uh, you can check out the information for Stomp on the uh, pin side uh, page, uh, Stomp Tournament, or you can check it out on the uh, Slam Tilt podcast for pins, uh, for not pin side, duh. Facebook, the face, yeah, well, let me try that again. On the face, the Slam Tilt podcast Facebook page, we have it on there. It also has its own event. You can go under uh, Facebook and just look up the Stomp Tournament. Or you can go to the, uh, and I recommend this, you can go to the ifpapinball.com. Look under their events calendar, and you will see it for July 15th. It has all the details in there also for those who are not on Facebook. And also, if you go to the YouTube video I put up that shows all the games, again, going to YouTube and just search for Slam Till Podcast, I have a link to the IFPA event page right in the video description. Uh, my repairs, I was making sure Viking's all good before it goes in two weeks, and it's still been playing great. I have to go repair the other Viking at Kevin Manny's house, so I got to repair that. Zach's going to come with me tomorrow. Hey, Zach. Hey, Zach. Did he ever get the vector, the, the software, working on that? Yes. Well, what happened was he realized that the vector software is good on the Alltech board. The Alltech board actually has the advanced ROMs. Oh, interesting. Yes. So he's using that board for the uh, vector. And then he's like, oh, I think it's a CPU board that's bad. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. He goes, dead and tilt in a while. Got the new CPU board from uh, the NRAM guy where we get our CPU boards, which are weird now. They're red now. They're red. They're red. So it looks like a prototype board. It does. And uh, started tilting right away still. So I'm going over there with Zach. We're gonna, I'm going to cut all the tilts out, the wiring, and see what happens and go one step at a time. Oh, so it's okay. So it's still Phantom has... tilting. Phantom tilting. Phantom tilting. Uh, so speaking of stars, I had to replace one of the flipper buttons. Every time I started playing, the left-hand flipper would just stick up. And you slam the cabinet and boom, it'd go back down. Unfortunately, I don't have any white ones. I'm so used to the ballet, I have red ones. Same design, same look. but So I replaced it, so now the stars has one red, one white. And I'm going to try to get some white ones before. Actually, you should make the start button blue. Then you'd have red, white, and blue. It'd be the All-American Stars. That's perfect. It fixed the theme. No? Okay. Never mind. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I do? Uh, started playing some more pinball every night and trying to get back into the swing of things. Oh, I'm playing Indiana Jones. Suddenly, I'm playing. I got a good multi-ball. I, I got the super jackpot. You know, best sound in uh, Williams, you know, jackpots with the, you know, super jackpot, you know, of course, with, uh, what's his name? Uh, what is his name? The guy Sal- from Lord of the Rings. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I look up at my display, and I have jail bars on my DMD. Now, if you don't know what jail bars are, all vertical lines going straight down, top to bottom. Now, I wasn't doing anything except for playing the game, so I turned it off. I know what it is. It's reseating the cables. Reseat the cables from the DMD control board to the CPU. Guess what went away? 
So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a smart ass. I'm just going to re- – I have all new cables. I'll go replace the cable. Replace the cable, still at jail bars. Put the old cable back in, don't have jail bars. So I have to go back into that CPU or the DMD and re- reflow to solder on those connectors. Fun. Fun. Uh, what else did I do well, this week? Played with uh, a couple sets of Bally drop targets. Now I have a challenge I have to do in the next month – month and a half actually i need to get two games ready for uh the buffalo pinball open ah so uh nick asked me again for two classics and i gotta pick uh two games out of my collection i already know what i'm gonna pick stars everyone plays stars now i want something that no one's gonna oh okay everyone plays stars now all right everyone it's like the new it's like the new uh walking dead everyone's gotta play walking dead everyone's gotta play stars I want something different. So you're going to bring that Gottlieb? Oh, I wish. That'd be funny, actually. I could, actually. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That'd be great. But I, I, have, I have the two in my head. I'll, when we get closer, I'll think about it. But, you know. Oh, you're not going to say what they are? Oh, no, no. i got to get them perfect. Oh, okay. One's perfect. One needs help. So we'll go from there. But, yeah, I got two in mind. By, by perfect, you mean grounded? No. Oh, you might want to get that fixed before. No, 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 no need. Uh, no, no need. Not like no. it's going to be right next to another game where. It could no, 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 no. Pacemakers don't mean anything to me. <sighs> okay. You know how hard it is to replace a cord? Very simple ends. Just cut the cord end off, cut it back, get the three wires, and neutral ground and power. That's all. I mean, it's easy. You know, it's just as easy to replace the whole damn cord. You know. No, no, no. It's cheaper that way. Uh, whatever. Whatever. I, I, I've tried. I've tried, folks. I've tried to convert him, but it just it isn't working. Nope. I like original cables. They don't go bad. I like crack. original cables. Unless they crack, and then, and then they're oh, bad. Oh, all right. What else did I do for repairs? Uh, uh, I think that... Oh, I had to, had to adjust. Now, on Bally's, we were, me and Zach were actually playing uh, hot-dogging. And, you know, the drop targets on the left-hand side for the multipliers, the 3X, 4X, and 5X. Well, Zach actually hit the 5X, and he hit it so softly off the 5X, it got stuck on the 3X insert. What do you mean it got stuck? The the drop target was too low. Oh, oh yeah, it was. It was okay, so you're saying your inline drop targets are not flush. You got it, so I had to go fix that again, which is really... Actually, it's really easy on a bally. It's actually the easiest thing Very you can. Very easy. Very easy. I can attest to that from my Harlem Globetrotters. Yes. Took like two minutes, fixed it, and then he did it again. And he's like, oh, now it's working. Great. Perfect. So that was all my repairs this week. Fun, fun week of repairs. Fantastic. I need parts. I need more parts. I got one of my parts already, hopefully coming. We do need, uh, me and you have to talk about our displays, which we're going to go with. I think I'm thinking more Rotten Dog for my Stargazer. And I have not touched a Paragon insert yet either for my repairs. That's going to be probably this week sometime. I got the Transformer for Fathom, but I need Stargazer targets. We need a Cheetah or Dragon Fist. Ron's got cash now. Oh, yeah. We talked about October 7th a little bit in the way beginning. Way beginning, like three hours ago. Yeah. Like well, really. actually, it hasn't been that long ago, but yeah. Uh-huh. October 7th, save the date, people. Okay, why am I saving the date? The fifth annual Finger Lakes Pin Golf Open. Oh, oh, we're having we're having a tournament at the uh, at Xanadu again. At Xanadu's first tournament in a while, pin golf. 
a staple, if you will. It is fifth annual. So definitely save the date, October 7th. I'm putting the IFP results in next week for it. Wait a minute. You're putting the results in? How can you that do that results. when it didn't happen yet? One. You didn't know you won? <laughs> you didn't know you won yet? I'm putting the results in. <laughs> yeah, you won. I got second this year. Uh, I think there might be a this, – this tournament may be rigged, I'm thinking. Kevin Manny got third. So congratulations, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> congratulations. And now we've gotten a lot of responses from our giveaway for uh, – our pinball helper. Oh, so does that mean it's time for the mail ball nope, bag? No, nope, thing. We're going to give the question now for the last question. Okay, this is the last question. Yep, we've gotten a lot of responses. Thank you, everyone who's responded. I've tried to respond back to everyone who has answered the questions right. If you got a response back from me, you'd be good. We will be picking it next episode. Yeah, I think next episode we should. And we'll give away a pinball helper. To somebody around the world. This week's question, pretty simple. Are you ready, folks? Sure, being I'm the only one here. Yes, I'm ready. Good, excellent. What is the Pinball Princess's IFPA number? You actually were able to say princesses without messing it up. I'm impressed. Thank you. So again, that is, what is the Pinball Princess's IFPA number. We've mentioned it multiple times. Multiple times. Now, she is actually in the uh, the ball bag this week. Oh, my. Oh, my. But I am going to not say the number because that would make it far too easy. Yes, it would. That's the question. Please uh, answer correctly to slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com, right? That is correct. The email wow. address is slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. So uh, if you send your answers in, you must get them in before the 30th of June. What we're going to do is we're actually might be recording the 50th episode a little earlier since we have our winner for that. Winner for what, Bruce? The 50th episode fan, biggest fan who wanted to be on our episode. So we have a winner. We do. So please stop sending your just volumes and volumes of mail. Yes. Trying to get on the show. You can stop now. We yes. have we have our winner. We have our winner. His his questionnaire was the best out of all of them. He's contributed a lot. So me and Ron both decided winner. Winner chicken dinner. Yep. For that, we'll actually edit in after that and say, oh, by the way, here is our winner for this. Editing. We don't do no stinking editing. Very little we do. Very little. Uh, we're planning our one-year anniversary show coming up in a couple weeks. One year ago, we'd started this crap. Do you believe this? Whole year. Damn, my head hurts. I know. So, uh, And we're going to get some big guests on hopefully soon. Some returning guests I'm trying to get back on. And some new guests. So that'll be cool, too. I'd like to send out a big thank you and congratulations to Jeff Teolis for his 50th episode of Pinball Profile. He mentioned us. Yes, he did. On it. It's a very big thank you. And, you know, we helped him out in the beginning and we always help him out. So if you have not subscribed to him, please do. Great show. He's, uh, he's up to 50 and we're almost there, too. So We're almost there. We're almost, almost there. there. Almost <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm not using a targeting computer either. Because uh, I don't know if we'll need one in Star Wars. 
Well, Star Wars, yeah. A lot, lot's come out about that since the, uh, well, actually, nothing's really come out. Crickets. What are we, we wait, we're waiting for the stream at this point, right? I guess. We're waiting for the dead flip stream, whenever that will occur, where we'll actually get to see probably the premium that we won't get to play for a while, right before <laughs> the pros come out. Yes. That's the way they seem to be doing it lately, but that's, that's fine. That's fine, totally. At least, at least we get something to look at. Hopefully that is soon, because I really want to see what this game looks like. Well, a plays like I should say. Because well, you got, they got, you got a pocket full of quarters, and you're headed to buy a game. No, I do not have Pac-Man fever. I am not Buckner and Garcia. Props for anyone who would remember any of that. Yes, I have the album. Hyperspace. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. I'm shooting my load all over the place. Pa- oh, very <laughs> good. Hyperspace. I don't remember that one. I remember the Frogger song. I remember Centipede. I have them all. Well, it was an album. I have them all, too, on the album. I know, but you don't listen to it like I do, I guess. You listen to the... Oh, God. I have it on my iPad, on my oh, phone. Why? Because it's good. I actually like doing it when I'm playing tournaments sometimes. So you're, like, listening to Pac-Man Fever while you're playing... No, I, play, I listen to the other ones. Oh, all right. Do-do-do-do, Donkey Kong. Yes. You know how many of those were hits? None of them. Pac-Man Fever was the only hit. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. Mouse trap, mouse trap. Cheese was the bait. The hawk is a coming. It's coming too late. Oh my word! You know we just lost two listeners. Uh, yes, I, and I know pinheads hate the pinball wizard song because it's overplayed so much. Oh, but God. man, it is so far superior to any of those songs. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Because he's a pinball wizard, has to be a twist. A jizz ball wizard. Oh, heavy editing to this week. No, there won't be. <laughs> there won't wow, be at all. So inappropriate. All right, time. Speaking of inappropriate, I think it's time for the mail ball bag. Mail ball bag time. Oh, behave. Behave. <laughs> so we have some of these are from the second question, just because of the timing of it when we receive these. But we have uh, Harry Jackson. Is this email? Guessing the uh, the three multi-time guests we've had. Yep. And he was 100% correct. Ding, 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 ding. You are entered. And we have Eric Workington. I think so. He put his guests in. I believe they are correct. They are. Everyone was correct this week. And we got Ryan C. Ryan C. Who uh, answered our third question. Yes, he did. Correctly. And sent us a picture of something we love, LEDs. <sighs> like, God, there's like 20 bags of LEDs here. I told him he has bad taste. Which <sighs> he should stop wasting his money on that. And then uh, Ryan, our, our other Ryan, Ryan K. Mm-hmm. He guessed it also, the latest question. Which was, uh, I guess, can, can we say the answers? Or Yeah, we can say the answers. No, we have some people coming afterwards, so no. All right, all right. So the game, the two games that Josh hates, he got them right? Yes, he did. Next email, Alex Huffman. And he gets the, uh, the Josh Sharp, the two games he hates, he gets it correct? Yes, he did. Congratulations, Alex. You get the next one. Jim Mueller, right? Yeah, I felt like St. Mueller. 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 He actually answered all three questions on one email. Impressive. Yes, it was. And he was all correct, so he's got three entries in. 
And he goes, lots of early stern love making its way in the show recently. Please don't forget about the classic valleys. Keep the awesomeness coming. Cheers, Jim. I said, uh, we never forget old valleys, uh, but we've had a buying run of the early sterns lately. They're cousins, you know, which they are. They, they, are, they, cousins. they are cousins. They are cousins. Yes, they are. So next one would be... Dennis. Dennis. Dennis Kresel? Kressel? Yep, yep, I'm sure I butchered yep. it. He got yep. the two. He got the um, the two games that Josh hates. Correct. Yep. Mm, told him he's in. Congratulations. And we have uh, Brian. I believe he's emailed us several times. He's from Massachusetts yes, Pinball, and uh, he also got the question correct of Josh's two hated games. And congrats on the Quicksilver delivery. He lucked into one himself, and he's waiting for some board work to get done by his local board wizard. We're seeing what the next thing is wrong with it. Well, at least he's got a positive attitude. I like that attitude. Yeah, what's, what's going to break on it next? I said, uh, he asked how our play field was on ours. And I said, ours is pretty good. A little planking and a little peeling towards the bottom arch area. That's the only thing. But other than that, I'm pretty happy with that play field. Yeah. What would you think? Play field's good. It's better than a Papa one. I mean, the, the, the inserts are pretty warped. Pretty hosed. Yeah. But, you would, yeah, you would expect. That would be my next thing. We'll be heating them up and pushing them back. Flush. Well, well it's it, uh, you're gonna have to take them out, put you know, and flatten them out or something, because a lot of them are just just warped from the heat. And and the back and the back list. I, oh yeah, I forgot the other thing I did was all the all the bulbs in the head were 44s. Oh, that's no big deal. We don't complain all the time. I replaced. <laughs> oh, you're killing me! You're killing me. So I replaced them with the 47s. Well, they were probably good GE 44s, weren't uh, they? There were like two of them. All the rest oh. were like something else. Okay, good. Sorry. No, yeah. no, yeah, the copper bottom GEs, there's yes. like two of them. Oh, those are the best still. Yeah, those are the reasons all oh, your wonderful inserts are freaking warped because of those 44s. Well, Scott's agreeing with me on that. Okay, we have one from Eric Russell. You can read this one. Uh, another great episode with Josh. I just wanted to say I really like the system they're putting forth with the Pro Circuit, with the events rolling in and out based on whoppers, which is we liked also. Really makes perfect sense since once you get past the baseline 64 rated players, it will be a rating and the ranking strength that differentiates. Differ- try that three times now. Differ- differentiates. Yay! That means the events with the most top level players regularly attending will automatically become circuit events. Nobody voting by vote, regional voting bias. Seems like a great way to handle it. And he answered it with Eric number one. And we have um, Harry Jackson again. Yes. He's uh, answering the Josh question, which he gets correct. Yes, he did. And you can answer the rest. You can read the rest. Yeah, Loving the show. You guys rock. So funny story. I was actually in a recent tournament with Ron and previous guest Greg Wapparelli, <laughs> the Spring Fling <laughs> Tournament in Morristown, New Jersey. But I am still really new to pinball scene, so I did not know that I was in the presence of Ron's greatness at the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Hold on. Let that... Let that... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Ego Back to time. Yes, I'm the best. <laughs> I, no, I, you're I, the great I, greatness. greatest. Greatness. I am so new that I didn't re- realize that anyone who wanted to show up would have qualified for the Sunday finals for the tournament. I only had a chance to attend Friday qualifying, so I stayed up Saturday night sweating the results until I got the email at 1.45 a.m. that I made it to the finals. Finished 15th, but it was my first tournament ever, so I was on cloud nine. Sorry, Ron. Next time I'll just say hi or just oh my. That was a good email. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry. And 
the final email. Here we go. This is from the Pinball Princess, who had her shorter emails the last couple weeks. We have gone back to uh, novella length here. So I this... see that. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom. And... <laughs> no, no. She mentions she, she has a whole section here on you about your oh, hatred God. toward Gottlieb's. There's no hatred. There's no hatred? No. This is from the Pinball Princess. Dear Bruce and Ron. How come not Ron and Bruce? What's the deal? She's going by... Uh, Alphabetical order, step. probably. Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay. On the cusp of completing your first 50 episodes, I write to you not in last-minute abbreviated format, but in the unpredictable meandering style that blossoms from leaving ample time to let one's thoughts flow unrestrained. Okay, now hold on. Pause. Uh-huh. She was actually writing this Monday, or I think it was Monday? She has a... Twitch, Twitch channel, account. you can check it out. I believe it's if you just Pinball look for Pinball Princess, where she has her writing this this very email. Yes. Where you can see the the creative process taking place. Me and Zach actually jumped on. And I said, "Write faster." Oh. <laughs> very nice, Bruce. Speaking about her Twitch channel, I'm I'm almost inspired since we have a Twitch channel we haven't used. Maybe I could do a editing session. Of the podcast. So I can have like, you know, here's all the inappropriate stuff Bruce says that I edit out. I don't mind that. I think it's funny. The, the, the problem is, it typically takes me two to four hours to do one of these editing sessions, and that would be just too boring. I might, like, try to put something together to make it quick. Well, make sure I'm having alcohol when we're doing this, because I'm starting again. <laughs> all right. Uh, back to the letter. At long last, I have overcome the inertia of perpetual procrastination to bring a proper email letter to the slam ball bag. Oh my. This will not be a wafer-thin mint slipped in at the end of a meal, much as my more recent submissions have been. No, this is no mere short. This is the main movie sign, which is a mystery science data reference, so Bruce won't get that. Do not mistake the brevity of my recent letters for any sign of a lack of enjoyment. I have, in fact, immensely enjoyed each and every one of the last five episodes. Just as I enjoyed each and every one of the 42 of the 43 episodes prior. Although I must admit, it may be that I cannot fully discount the 43rd episode, or to be accurate, the 39th episode. As a participant, I did in fact quite enjoy the podcast, albeit from a different angle. Yes, she won't listen to the podcast she was on. Why? I have to listen to all mine every time. Yeah, I, I, I get to listen to... Me, and yeah, me, me, and me, me, and me, and me. <laughs> that I have not heard the episode in MP3 format over my headphones should, in terms of enjoyment, be rendered irrelevant. After all, I still got to listen to and enjoy the two of you talk and banter, a phenomenon that, as you may be surprised to hear, is not uncommon in a given Slam Tilt episode. So, really? Really? Well, I don't know. I never got that opinion. Did you? I thought we were being factual and not oh, funny at all. We're very factual and completely not funny. So from that perspective, I have thoroughly enjoyed each and every episode. For all we know, when I finally pluck up the courage, I may find I enjoy your guest on episode 39 as well. 
Let's see, reaching far, far back into the catalog, but not too far back, the Timmy Gregg double guest combo was probably one of my favorite episodes. Granted, I have a natural bias since I have had the honor of experiencing the four of you interacting in real life, so for me it was like sitting in the back corner of a room and listening to my friend's conversation. Hopefully it felt this way for other listeners. From the pinball talk to Tim's on-air trolling of Ron's then-recent fail... (laughs) (laughs) wherein he commented sympathetically and then went no wait refresh to add his own fail to the thread yeah i remember that that was pretty good i loved it that was actually classic dick at some point someone mentioned the (laughs) idea of a papa credit card presumably in relation to how one can dial in their credit card for entry replenishment my mind immediately veered left and conceived of a credit rewards card that instead of accumulating points for cash back or travel miles puts said points towards papa entries hmm. this sounded like a ludicrous idea at first but the more i thought about it the more i realized that i would love such a rewards program also i think that greg's idea of discussing pinball themes that a given host or guest would like to see could foster some good discussion and provide insight into said host guest besides this could easily strike upon a million dollar idea Reaching slightly less far back, the interview with Nick was quite entertaining as well. I will admit that there were portions of the discussion that had me staring blankly at my podcast player, though. This is a common side effect of any in-depth technical discussion. Uh-oh. She's going to have trouble with the uh, middle of this podcast, then. Oh, my God. <laughs> that occurs in the podcast. I do my best to follow along, but the fact remains that I see the underside of a playfield as pretty spaghetti more than anything, and I would not trust myself alone with a lockdown bar due to the sheer lack of experience. This is by no means me whining about too much technical discussion. Talking shop is a vital facet of the world of pinball. I am, in fact, bringing it up to ask whether you have any recommendations on how one could broaden their knowledge of this topic. Besides staring at videos of slingshots for two hours and awkwardly Googling what a switch adjuster looks like, since it's obvious from the name that the tool adjusts switches. But how it does that is not. The best thing to do is probably just... When you see, when you come to the next, when you come to stomp and Ron's got his head underneath the machine once in a while, it'll happen. Peek in with him and say, Hey, how does this work? Ron's not going to pressure because he won't be playing unless Scott actually pressures him no, into it. Not playing. Fail. <laughs> you can also go to uh, pinwiki.com. I have a lot of stuff there. And there's videos online also. There's videos for online. Yep. There's pinball repairs, videos, YouTube is a good source. Not you porn, YouTube. You, <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, lost train of thought there. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> so you can also go to um, the old Rec Games Pinball. They yes. will always help you with tech stuff. A lot of really good tech guys there. Let's see, we got, uh, let's continue with the letter. This interview, in addition to offering a cornucopia of knowledge, I had little idea how to farm, brought up a favorite contentious subject on the Slam Till podcast, Gottlieb's. Ugh. Uh, wow. I know Bruce's ire towards Gottlieb is mostly aimed towards System 3s, but I must propose... No, that, uh, t- yeah, the guy who said he liked pinball pool. But the guy, I must propose that the discontent with the company should not rest solely on the shoulders of Q-Ball Wizard and Class of 1812, the least obnoxious System 3s that I could find. I have concluded that classic Gottliebs, while having an overall trend of being fairly decent games, have one incredibly annoying fatal flaw. 
They were built by Premier. <laughs> no, he's talking about the old ones. Nick's interview brought up the very colorful description of some old Gottliebs as being an endless cascade of lanes leading to a play area that was, and I quote, the size of a piece of toast, with the given example being sweethearts. It would seem that Gottlieb progressed from the era of tiny play areas that matched the tiny flippers to designs where the ball could drift about propelled by two pieces of sponge cake with rubber strapped to them so that they looked like flippers. Classic Gottlieb flippers are the most ineffectual, frustrating things to ever have sat at the bottom of a playfield. Every title I have played with these things has driven me half mad with rage at the sheer incompetence these flippers have with the one job they have, flipping. Which they don't do well. These soft-bouncing, pliant cushions have little to no authority to their flips. They tend to lazily push the ball in vague direction that you ask them to if you are so lucky for them to agree with you. They coddle the ball like overprotective mothers, unwilling to let their silver, spherical child go out into the great unknown and score some points. They let the ball walk all over them, bouncing awkwardly to and fro and down the drain. Mm-hmm. I have considered the possibility that my experience is due to a bad build on a game, a weak coil, or some other mechanical shortcoming. In testing my theory... I have had to rely mostly on anecdotal evidence. I think I said that right. More than once, I have approached people more familiar with classic Gottliebs, asking for their opinion on whether the game we were playing matched their experience with the games over the years. My sample size is admittedly still rather small, but so far I have received the same answer. Eh, It feels like a Gottlieb. That these mushy flippers are a standard tenet of classic Gottliebs is a most egregious offense. The flipper is the player's main source of control in a game of pinball. They are the instrument through which the player interacts with the game. To feel as though one's flips have no power and to have them interact as awkwardly with the game as classic Gottlieb flippers appear to takes one out of the experience of the game and seriously detracts from the joy of playing. You agree, Bruce? No, I don't. Wait, you don't agree? Nope. Just got to leave sucking all. Oh, man. I say this as one who adores 300. The flippers on that table are of this nature. If the flippers felt less like Tyrannosaurus Rex arms made out of gelatin and felt more like flippers, I would likely enjoy the game even more. T-Rex! T-Rex arms! Tyrannosaurus Rex arms made out of gelatin. Or perhaps I've ranted for 500 words on a false principle. I would love for my hypothesis to be proved wrong. I know that my postulation is based on emotion more than fact. And so more data to support or disprove, it would be ideal. That is to say, I would like to know whether the two of you, or any guests who may be listening, agree. I don't know, I played some Gottliebs that had good flippers. Few and far between. All right. I'm... There are some. There are some, but I mean, when you get up to like the mid '80s Gottliebs that have all the steep ramps that the flippers never make, then yeah, you got a problem. Yeah, but there's Which a lot is. of those. But like the single level games, I, I usually don't have much problems. As long as they're the three inch flippers. Uh, and for reference, she attached a picture of the offending flippers. Bonus points if you can determine the game they're from. I'm trying to think of the game. It's uh, not Sinbad. It's not Eye of the Tiger. It's the. Well, it's not one of those because it's only two flippers. I know that. I'm thinking of the same uh, artist that did it. Oh, what the hell is it? I can't think of it. So I probably failed. Yeah, you probably failed. I'm thinking maybe Dragon. Actually, is that a Gottlieb? 
It is a job lead, yes. All right, so I'm going to pause the old podcast here where I actually look it up here. So after some careful research, I was correct. It is a dragon. And so was I. After I looked it up to make sure I was I right. I know, but it was the same artist. The same artist. That's the same why... artist as Sinbad. Yes. She continues on, I would take a deep breath after all that ranting, but to be honest, it took my breath away that you got an interview with the IFPA world champion. Good job, Bruce. That was that was actually really cool to get because uh, he is a fan of the show and Raymond's a great guy. Hi, Raymond. Hi, Raymond. To follow up on my admitted lack of technical knowledge above, it was something of a reassurance to hear that I am not the only one who hears the two of you talking about knockers, banging, grinding away, drilling from behind, and the like, and starts wondering whether you were talking using coded language for porn. I think we were. We were? We were. I find it interesting that the distaste for Cyclone, Comet, and Hurricane, and if you ask Bruce, apparently Roller Coaster Tycoon, which makes more sense than it should, seems to be a widespread sentiment. I don't know. I, I like Cyclone. Cyclone's the best out of them all, but out of the, all those all four, but yeah, it's still ugh. And one that seems to extend beyond how ill-fitting the jackpots, jackpots are for tournaments. Good old System 11 progressive jackpots. The ramps certainly fail to emulate the excitement of a roller coaster, which is disappointing. I like how they were deemed an unholy trifecta of games to hate by Raymond, though. They do sort of blend together into one hard-to-control, bland-ramped game. That said, attached is a drop of my favorite thing about Cyclone. I would totally wire this into my doorbell. So this is a sound clip. Welcome to my house. Is that the, the spook show or whatever? Yeah. Thing? Okay. Yep. As a linguist, I must comment on the debate over describing the bottommost part of what holds a back glass in place. I must defend Ron here in proposing that you are both correct, and not because it was Ron who had to point out to me on a World Cup soccer what the trim you were talking about was. But she's a wait, wait, wait. She's a newbie. Both, both the term. Well, let's listen to what she says. Both the terms lift channel and lift trim accurately describe the piece of plastic or metal at the bottom of the back glass, the one that provides an access point to the innards of the machine, such as the lights, which you have to push and twist to get in or out. One of the few things I do know, despite the immediate contention that the proper term is lift trim, the term lift channel is nevertheless understood as referencing to this object. Additionally, a quick Google search done on both terms yields similar results to one another. This would imply there is at least moderate usage of both terms, if not widespread use. What do you got to say about that? It's trim. <sighs> Wait a sec. When you purchase the piece, what does it come as? Well, uh, from Yeah, from Marco. How about, and, other, how about how about other other parts places? Uh, pinball resource, same thing. <sighs> Done. Right then and there. Done. My first thought was that lift channel could be a non-standard equivalent, the way the the term irregardless is, in fact, in the dictionary, despite massive protests to its legitimacy. How about actually? <laughs> there is a giant non-standard asterisk, asterisk next to it denoting this point. However, there was one small detail that passed in your debate on the podcast that I suspect may be telling of this as a, oh God, sociolinguistic phenomenon. I think I got it right. 
There was talk that the term lift channel is something more common among younger pinball enthusiasts. If this is in fact the case, there might be an element of linguistic change at work. Lift channel might be a newer term that is gaining traction. I think so. I would love to know what pinball enthusiasts of various demographics use to refer to this. My basic argument is that you are both right and that will not change, but more data on who calls this thing what would alter and deepen the arguments I use. Uh, I will go with the irregardless thing. I will go with it's, it's lift trim. Lift channel would actually be where it sits in, in the game. But a lot of people use that term, obviously, including me, as the lift trim. So this is almost like an irregardless type argument. Where so many people are going to use it now, it's just going to be accepted as the term. Except by Bruce. As Scott, and Pinball Resource, and... Marco. Marco. And probably and and anyone other... on RGP, probably. Exactly. Yeah. They would probably be insulted if you called it a lift channel. Yes. They'd probably tell you, go back to Pin side, newbie. Yes, they would. Let's see. Most recently, we had the pleasure of listening to Josh Sharp explain this turn pro circuit. I am excited for this idea. More major tournaments means more attendance for hardcore players and encourages players passing by at an event to either join in or watch it, enticing more players to join in on the fun or at least be spectators to high-level play. More people involved in pinball in some way, shape, or form is an expansion of the game, and more pinball is the best outcome ever, especially as pinball currently caters to a niche group of enthusiasts, as Josh put it, which has to be most diplomatic euphemism for a bunch of frigging nerds I have ever heard. Hey. I resemble that remark. Yeah, we do. At long last, I conclude my lengthy letter. If this conclusion seems sudden, it is because I have consciously edited and trimmed my writing, trying, and sort of failing, to not be too, too long. My first draft nearly hit 2,500 words. Now it's a lean 2,000. And I leave you not with a poem, but with a, hey, did you hear the cool thing my dad made? Which we will hear at the end of the show. I look forward to talking your ears off with the written word, most likely, in the future. Hopefully not giving you laryngitis. Player number something. Can't give that away. No, we cannot. That would be far too easy. Way too easy. Way too easy. So that was the slam ball bag. I think it's time to pay some bills. No, it's not. Oh, okay. What now? God, you're just so mean to me lately. Yeah, I am. I want to go home. Oh, I am home. You are home, and you have the week off, so guess what? We're going to overtime, Uh, baby! Would I, or would I not buy that? Oh, we're doing that? I got a whole shitload, baby. No! I mean, mean, hold on, let me edit that out. Um, Oh, great! Let's, I can't wait, hold on, let me get eBay up right now. The first one, ticket number 25. Three zero zero two eight two five 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 zero. Gottlieb counterforce. Only five hundred dollars. Good condition does not work. It says it doesn't work. Let's see. Isn't this the one you have? I did have this one. This was the one of Jerry's that I had at my house. Oh, isn't it the one you still have? No. Which one do you still have? Timeline. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is the one where the, the lights come down, kind of like Space Invaders, yes. and you got to hit stuff. 
Yep. Let's see. Let's look at the picture. It looks nice. It looks actually really nice. It looks really nice. Look at that. Cabinet looks nice. Boards are all there, so if you can get lucky and maybe get this one working. If not, go get one of those, you know, the new one Fords or one of the other ones. Well, wait a minute. You know. this, is, this is System 80? I think it's System 80, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the Star 80 series. So, so right on the apron. Damn, it looks really nice. I know. This is actually, I would... Wow. You know, if... I, the only thing that's wrong is the drop targets are wrong. Drop targets are wrong? What's wrong with the drop targets? The drop targets are wrong. The wrong. They look like they put every different uh, one. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Because it's a Gottlieb, get Steve Young on the phone. You can get your drop yep. targets, so you'll have no problem. This one is really nice. Yeah, I, I mean, this could be Ron's first. And Gottlieb. and it has the one thing Gottlieb did that I thought was cool, the the playfield mounting. Yes. When you lift the, the playfield up, especially this because it's a wide body, they had like this little bar thing you lift up, and and it and it supports it on both sides. Yep. But then look, and then you look at the wiring mess on that bottom transformer block board look at that fucking mess that's factory i know look at that mess factory <laughs> not a fan huh no god no <laughs> so let's see no reserve uh, does not work all parts included yeah i mean you can pick this up on the way the fantastic basement fine stored in a basement for a long time it looks really nice yeah. actually actually so I would actually Actually, say, actually buy this. I don't know if I can recommend it to a total newbie because it's it's system eighty. Oh yes, you can. And 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 you're going to be well. Okay, if if you're a new if you're a newbie who really wants to be a tech head and you really want to have some pain, then this then, is, then the, this game is the game for you, man. You will learn all about ground, or or should I say lack of ground? Lack of ground. Ready for the next one? Yes. What would you, do you agree with that one? Buy or not yep, buy? I'd buy it. See? Okay. Ticket number 1225610849. Transformers LE. Only $3,800 for the LE. For an LE split. Wow. And yeah, it's the best of both worlds. The Autobot Decepticon Split LE. Yeah. Let's see. Game works great. Uh, we replaced every anything that did not work. So it was it was a location game. So uh, uh, would you buy it, Bruce? For thirty eight, I actually might. I would never buy because it it's a Transformers. The Transformers <laughs> and sucks. it's an LE too. <laughs> and it's an LE. It's the worst of them. So you you would buy that then? I'd buy it for that price. All right. You probably could flip it. All right. Okay. Ready for the next one? Two five three zero one four six four nine five three six. Oh, okay. It's a chromed out, one of a kind lethal weapon three, with not the topper on it, not the proper topper. He's got the flash, the flashing light, the big flashing like light bar on there. Hold on, I'm going through these awesome pictures first. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Awesome, chromed out, shitty pictures with the glass on, of course. And there's like four or five of them with a bunch of mods. The cabinet looks kind of weird. It might be the lighting. Yeah. 
Oh, it's let it out big time. Yeah, with this insane topper. $2,000. I don't know. When I see things like one of a kind or look or like greatest ever in a listing, that immediately makes me say, nope, don't want it. Yeah. Plus, he's a Saints fan, so I'd have to say fail on it also. Saints fan? Yep. Well, yeah, he lives in Louisiana. This is it's a black fair. chromed out, not decals. This has been sanded down and totally repainted. Okay, that's why the cabinet looked weird, because it was completely okay. repainted. I will not ship because of the chrome and chrome stripping around the back. Okay, whatever. Yeah, uh, fail. Nah, yeah, no, wouldn't buy that. Okay, now here's the one of the recaps from last week. Uh, Bally Hot Doggin. Mm-hmm. never sold at 1875 756.54. So, remember how we said last week he should take the price down to four and take away to one? He's halfway there, folks. He brought his price down to $1,456.78. And now he just needs to get rid of that one in front of it and we'll be all set. Maybe he's listening, but it's back up. So, uh, we got two more. Ticket number. Two seven two five seven two six zero two six six six. So we got Stern Dracula used flipper assemblies. Very nice. There's three of them there. Yes, there is. With the original bats. Yeah. The only thing about those bats, though, they can only be used with the the, uh, generation one. Yeah, no. So it'll only work games previous to big game but for three of them for 25 bucks 26 bucks 27 bucks yeah yeah you get some flipper i mean these flipper bats would work on stars stars meteor basically anything before big game these would be the proper flippers so if you kept your plate the generation one plate which you'll probably have to re-tap some of the screw holes because they'll be completely blown out if you want to keep it but you can you can actually get the uh, well. I said it actually. You can actually get actually? the uh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you can get. Uh, sorry, you can get the flipper bushings for the generation one. Somebody sells them. I don't remember who, but you can get them. They're a little. I think they're a little smaller, shorter. So yeah, this is, this would be a good deal. Okay. Anything for the flip for the flipper bats. Yep. So are you ready for the weird one? I'm ready for the weird one. Okay, here we go. Uh, eBay auction number one five two six zero two one zero five nine eight five game room arcade pinball machine man cave. It's just like thirty different things. What is it? The Chuck E. Cheese. What the hell is this? It's is it, the is original it the Chuck E. Cheese costume suit. It's just a it's just a costume. It's the costume. It's the you know the suit that they wore at the showbiz pizza plate. But it's just a costume. It's the costume. Like it's not even like the mechanical like Chuck E. Cheese moving thing. Nope. Uh But it is a suit. It's a suit. Mm-hmm. And it's only ten thousand dollars. Yes. Who would pay ten thousand dollars for this? Oh, you watch. Somebody will. I mean, it has an under game room, arcade, pinball machine, man cave, Chuck E. Cheese cosplay costume. Yep. Uh, yeah, bad, huh? 
So he's got two pinball machines in that picture. It's got a suit. You can literally put, well, it does talk. It does talk, but it's after. That's an aftermark. It's an aftermark because the rest of it's just a suit. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's two pinball machines in there. Can you name which ones? Now wait a minute. Is this is this for the entire game room? No. That's just for the outfit. Are you sure? Chuck E. Cheese talking, walking around suit is amazing. This authentic vintage suit is completely original. Money back guarantee comes with an electric voice box, which is programmed to play the Chuck E. Cheese theme song. Device can be placed inside a suit and activated by a push of a connected button. You can literally push the button, and he can talk. Wow, it's so easy to program. Uh, it's, it still seems more like it'd be for the whole room or something. Nope. Okay, what are the two pinball machines there? The hell do I know? You can't see it. Tell by the look. Uh, I already picked it. Well, let's see. Uh, I can barely see. I can't see the one at all. Are we looking at another picture? Same picture as you with the, the the bear on the one side and the Chuck E. Cheese on the other and the showbiz pizza place and there's two pinball machines. I got them both easy. How do you, how do you have the one when you don't you can't even see anything? Oh, I can see perfectly. Oh, it. wait a minute. Okay, Monopoly. Thank you. Yeah, because it says Monopoly on the card. Yep. But I can also tell by the uh, the bolts going through the uh, the lane. Oh, the, lane the other one. It's uh, it's got the thing that goes all the way around. Is that? The roller coaster tycoon. You got it. All right, two for two. Congratulations. But yeah, ten thousand dollars for that suit. It could be all yours. You can, you can pick up some little children with that, boys and girls. <laughs> oh man, that's so inappropriate. <laughs> it is. Good, isn't it? good job. Uh, what, what's his name on the Family Guy? <laughs> uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, the, the old man, the uh, Mr. Hibbert. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Herbert. Herbert, yeah. Herbert, or, yeah. Yeah, boys, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, boys, I talk, you know. Mm. <laughs> come down and come down and play my pinball machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up to have a character that's basically a pedophile, and it's like, know, it's, it's, it's like great, funny. <laughs> God damn, that's fucked up. I haven't seen a Buy It Now hit yet for that. Uh, no, slippers. no, I don't see a Buy It Now hit. There is. You can do it. No. You know what I do see? What? I see an upcoming events. Upcoming events. Oh, so we have Pintastic in two weeks. We have Stomp in three weeks. We have uh, Pinburg in one month. Today. One month we'll be sitting in Pinburg. We have the uh, Saratoga Pinball Show in Saratoga, New York, August 12th. And then we have the Buffalo Pinball Open. With Nick and Kevin running a big Papa tournament in New York State, 18th, 19th, and 20th, and the 17th as a pre-tournament. Those are the events we're talking about. I also want to mention uh, the Buffalo guys are going to be doing a, they're going to be part of another week-long 168-hour pinball marathon on Twitch, benefiting this time uh, the Doctors Without Borders uh, that you can tune in on Twitch on the ML Pinball that's all one word, ML Pinball, under, uh, you know, subscribe to their Twitch channel. And you can tune in from July 2nd to the 9th, uh, watch live and check out. And if you anyone donates $25 during that week, you'll get a chance to enter and win a brand new Star Wars pinball machine. Ooh, interesting. So, so good money, good cause. I don't know now. The only thing I had a weird thing about was on the flyer, it shows a 
LE, but I don't know if they're donating an LE, so I'm not going to say yes or no. So I doubt it. I doubt it too. I doubt it. They'll be going for a good cause. Definitely try to help out. Show them how deep your pockets are, folks. Win a pinball machine. Especially Star Wars. It's from Steve Ritchie. It's guaranteed to be great. No, Pinside says it's going to suck. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Pinside told me it's going to suck. I'm sorry. Yeah. I might not buy it because it might not be great. Oh, shut the fuck up. Wait until you freaking play it. No, no, Pinside told me it's bad. Wait till you freaking play it. No, don't want to play it. Nope, nope. Hey, hey, remember how good Ghostbusters was? Yeah. It looks great. I can't wait to it own does. this. It does. It looks and great. It looks great. And then what are they all doing now? Dump. Oh, no, Dump. They're, they're dumping them. No. They're dumping them. No, I, I don't know anyone who's dumped their Ghostbusters. No, I don't know who's I don't know anybody who's dumped their Ghostbusters. No one at all. You have been listening to episode forty nine of the Slam Till Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, just search for Slam Till Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, just search for Slam Till Podcast. You can send us correspondence and answers to our questions or your questions to us at our email address, slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. It's been episode 49, Young Frankenstein. No, Young Frankenstein. Uh-huh. <laughs> Say goodbye, Bruce. We didn't pay the bills. Yes, we just did. No, we didn't. What didn't we pay the bills? www.pinballlifter.com. And Flipper Fidelity. For your speaker needs, and he also is a distributor for Stern. And don't forget Pinball Star also. The guy who's selling both of us. Our dialed dialed ins. So say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Rob Rolleri. Oh, my. (laughs) 